0: Thank you so much for being with me. Appreciate the time. Let's touch base on what's going on. There's a lot of things happening right now still um, going on. We have the problem with Canada still. But also we have um, a war really upon us now. And uh, Russia taking over Ukraine as we probably know of. And I'm gonna talk about uh, a little bit of that also. Let let me let me um, go back to that topic of the can- Canadians going through this tyrant government, and Trudeau, at the face of everything, is facing Parliament. And uh, you probably heard of this, but I I wanna refresh your memories on this one because it's important, and uh, I think it's it's something we all gotta. Uh, gotta hear parliament and about by the way this is a a jew um woman and uh she's a member of the parliament uh and Trudeau's basically saying uh justin trudeau's uh accusing jewish members of parliament for supporting nazis interesting enough this uh something you're gonna hear um About this member of Congress, and uh, well, you know what? I don't want to have you waiting. Go for it. Let's hear it
1: public life isn't a naive dream. It can be a powerful force for change. If Canadians are to trust their government, their government needs to trust Canadians. Those are the words of the Prime Minister in 2015. These people, very often misogynistic, racist, women haters, science deniers, the fringe. Same Prime Minister, six years later, as he fans the flames of an unjustified national emergency. So, Mr. Speaker, when did the Prime Minister lose his way? When did it happen? Mr Speaker Conservative Party members can stand with people who wave swastikas. They can stand with people who wave
0: sing it off this is again this is a uh, member of parliament and is telling a Jew member of parliament they're supporting the Nazis I don't I don't quite understand how is it possible uh, that this prime minister is it's not out uh, at least he should be find or, or something to that source anyhow I like to continue with this because um, the arguments go back and forth and, and let's check out what's really happening with that.
1: Of his country, that he's lost control of his caucus, and that he's lost control of his leadership. Mr. Speaker, I've never seen such shameful and dishonorable remarks coming from this prime minister. My great grandfather flew over 30 missions
0: over. My great-great-uncle's body lies at the bottom of the English Channel. There are members of this conservative caucus who are the descendants of victims of the Holocaust. For the Prime Minister to accuse any colleague in this house of standing with the swastika
1: is shameful. I'm giving the Prime Minister an opportunity. I'm calling on him to
0: unreservedly apologize for this shameful remark. You know, uh, when you hear the Parliament go back and forth, On this situations, you understand what what Mr. Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, will speak. uh, You know, very eloquent, but he's doing stuff that is not quite eloquent at all. It's actually quite the contrary. Is is doing things against his own people. When his people all they want is freedom Freedom Because what he's doing is A tyrant, tyranny It's my way or the highway It's my way Or you go to jail It's my way or You know my Marxist Ideas are going to take over Your life and your lives Of your family because that's what he's doing And uh, I don't want to talk too much spend much much more time about that you understand what's going on but the Canadians today ladies and gentlemen continue to fight for the freedoms freedoms that they deserve all of us in the world if you're listening to me somewhere out there um, that is not Canada that is not United States most likely you understand perhaps you're in france perhaps you're in england and you're probably doing and fighting the same the same tiring government the same thing well this is gonna tie it out to what i am gonna talk about because you probably heard it this whole thing about the whole world reset and it's a big plan and this is part of that big plan why are these tyrant governments doing that? Because they're testing the waters, and they want to know how far they're going to take it. They want to know what, how far is taking this governments to the people. How can we control the masses? They've done it very, very well. COVID nineteen, ladies and gentlemen, has not killed many people as they said. The numbers you have to dig for them and they're probably in the 90 and the 90s perhaps 100 but let me let me tell you something regular flu has killed in the united states alone about 50 to 60,000 people a year a year and now that for some reason regular flu has been banished which i don't think so but nobody hears about that all we hear is about COVID-19, it's time for us to actually go and live our lives with this new pandemic that these elites have created to control the masses because that's what it is. They've done that to control the masses. They want to create a one world order. They want to create a one world government. And at the chain, top chain to this you know this is their agenda one government for all one coin humanitarian system for all and one religion for all one only one it reminds me of the tower of babel in the bible talks about it there was one government one language and one coin but then god decided to divide every single one of those languages because there was only one language And The thing about this Is it, it resembles what is happening It resembles what's, what The agenda is One Once you control the masses The power is yours You can do whatever you want And this is happening Now, today And Let me um, Well let me Let me read something about that because you don't have to just believe what I'm saying. You have to understand it, what I'm bringing to you is because a lot of the news media that has been controlled by these people is actually being told not to bring any of that stuff. But these people, these elite are not even hiding it, okay? They're telling you in front what is happening. I've actually talked about this, but it's becoming more and more clear that this was their agenda. I'm putting the puzzles together, and today I'm talking about it because it's more evident that what is happening in countries like in Canada, in Australia, in France, and England, and you name it. China has been on the top field of this, obviously, but now they're bringing it here. And uh, let me... Let me give you a glimpse of what's going on. So what I'm gonna read here is um actually comes from the uh uh the forum.org, the world economic forum, and it spells W-E F O R U M dot org. And the section that I'm in is called Why Does Our Work Matter? And it says here, our world is and interconnected systems training under the burden of its own complexity. We see numbers of factors combining to make the global environment more unpredictable and difficult to navigate. It's important to notice it's called the, the word this is unpredictable. Keep it in mind. In global governance, we see the post war balance between nation states and the institutional frameworks to work to manage is disintegrating. It is place we see the emergence of new geo economic competitions, new regionalisms and new actors. Meanwhile, technological changes is disrupting our econo- economies and changing the nature of our globalized world in ways they are both unpredictable again unpredictable and complex. This is where I have to read it again so you guys pay attention to this. Meanwhile technological changes is disrupting our economies. What is this referring to? And I'm going to give you hints. Technological changes is disrupting our economies. We're talking about the Bitcoins is disrupting their economies of course it is so let's continue on I changing the nature of our globalized world in ways that are both unpredictable and complex we, it says here, will witness more technological changes over the next decades than we have seen in the past 50 years of course you will Advances in all the sciences from robotics and genetics to communications and social sciences will leave no aspect of global society untouched. Around the world, a young generation are demanding to be heard, young people increasingly see decisions being made at the expense of their future. So as I continue to read, you can actually read this whole thing, I'm going to leave a, a actual link from the World Economic Forum you got to read, this is an interesting read, but the agenda is there and their mission, what makes it unique and how do we do our work, and what are our key areas of focus, and I'm going to go to the key areas of focus, okay and right there you see big map with the, where is the glove on one eye on the right side, it looks like uh, electronics in the left side, and to me looks like um, like when you you play tic tac toes, but I think it's meant for money, and I'm gonna read three things, mastering the fourth industrial revolution. Solving the problems of the global commons. Addressing global security issues. These people um, are bringing something to the world. And they're bringing it. Okay. Bringing it to create a change. They say in the best. In the best ways for those people. Not true, it is not true whatsoever. Let me uh, get some audio so you guys can hear one of Rogan's um, guests, and he explained it quite literally how they're doing this.
1: He failed now, he's back, and he's trying to bring in digital ID during COVID. Right, so they're open about it. So this is going to be this never-ending process to slowly move the goalposts. Towards more and more authoritarianism.
0: Checkpoint society.
1: It's all there. They Gee, they've told m- us this. We ha- people have yeah. to realize this, right? This is important.
2: Yeah.
1: And what are the aims of the organization? So let me play something for you okay. by Klaus Schwab. Yeah. Oh. This is in this guy. Harvard's John F. Kennedy School of Government. is speaking in 2017. I just feel like we should have Darth Vader music playing when that guy talks. Please talk. do it when I play. Dun, have dun, it, seriously. Dun, because can you get ha- Darth Vader a music?
0: This. Hold on. Uh, no, oh, okay. Wait. Oh, just yeah. it, hold it, please. we have going to have the proper music for this amazing introduction of Xi Jinping. Are you ready? Yeah. Tell me what. Give me some...
1: Dun,
0: dun,
1: dun. Just the music. Okay, but there you we want go. to hear the audio as well. Yeah. Right?
2: And I have to say, um, when I mention our names like Mrs. Merkel, um, even uh, Vladimir Putin, and so on, they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. But um, what we are very proud of now, a young generation, like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, of uh, Argentina, and so on, is that we penetrate the Cabinets, so, yesterday I was at a, rese- at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau, and I know that half of this cabinet, or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet, are for our, uh, actually young noble leaders of the world agreeable. And that's true in Argentina, too. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. That's true in Argentina as well it's through in argentina and uh, it's through in france now i'm mean, with the president with a young global leader but what is important for me
1: so what you got there is emperor palpatine speaking about how in the first in the preludes the first three star wars how he's going to use democracy to put his people in place right he explicitly said in that quote you just heard what we are very proud of is that we penetrate the global cabinets of countries with our world economic forum young global leaders and then gave examples like trudeau like macron
2: and you see the difference of this forced uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing it changes you if you take a genetic editing uh, just as an example it's you who are changed and of course this has a big impact on your identity
1: humans are now hackable animals you know the, the whole idea that humans have you know this they they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me so whatever i choose whether in the election or whether in the supermarket this is my free will that's over free will that's over in this time of crisis you have to follow science it's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste because a crisis is an opportunity to also do good reforms that in normal times people will never agree to but in a crisis you see we have no chance so 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 let's do it we have uh, if if i look at our stakeholders
2: we have business uh, of course uh... It's a very important audience, and we have politics, we have uh, uh, continuous uh, uh, partnerships with many governments around the world, and of course we have NGOs, uh, we have trade unions, we have all those different parts. Media, of course. Media, of course. And very important, um, experts and scientists and academia, because if we are looking at the future... I think we should look at new solutions, and the new solutions will be very much driven by technological uh, developments. And we even have, uh, you even have religious leaders, right? Religious leaders. Hi YouTubers, I'm Rick Warren, author of The Purpose Driven uh, Life and uh, Pastor Saddleback Church. I'm here at Davos
1: with a lot of my friends. People could look back in a 100 years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin, which I think is maybe the most important development of the 21st century, is this ability to hack human beings, to go under the skin, collect biometric data, analyze it, and understand people better than they understand themselves. This, I believe, is maybe the most important event of the 21st century. If you know enough biology and you have enough computing power and data, you can hack my body and my brain and my life, and you can understand me better than I understand myself. You can know my personality type, my political views, my sexual preferences, my mental weaknesses, my deepest fears and hopes. You know more about me than I know about myself. And you can do that not just to me but to everyone. A system that understands us better than we understand ourselves, can predict our feelings and decisions, can manipulate our feelings and decisions, and can ultimately make decisions for us.
0: By the way, this conference is made at the Annual Meeting 2020 Mm -hmm. and the glory. Global Economic Forum, and this is one major agenda, and it's not, is not a um, something out of somebody's imaginations. Actually, it's happening now. This talks, what they're doing, this agenda is true, and everything that we see is going towards what I've been telling you guys is is creating this fake wars like what's happening in Russia and I was going to read this article about what's happening now today Russia ordered troops into eastern Ukraine as fear of war grows and the question I have now is because Russia doesn't have that much money they don't have it sanctions upon sanctions, what are they trying to do? One theory is that they're just trying to get across to the other side. But why would they need weapons? Why would they need uh, planes practicing, firing, you know? The move to send soldiers to carry out peacekeeping functions has further inflammation and you know, in an animosity—that's one of the words, I guess—with European capitals, but it's 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 something that it's scenario. It's it's kind of confusing to me. And the question, I guess, I arises: What's behind this war? What's behind this? What's the motive? And it all ties down to this economic forum. They want to bring this whole thing to life. If they can tie down people, okay, and keep them in fear, and if people does not rise to the occasion, we will be dominated by these elites. There is no hiding anymore. Putting a plain inside. There's no hiding. So... While these... Uh, these Russians... Um, are... And the troops are entering the Ukraine. Um, we have... Like this President Vladimir Putin... Racing. You know... I'm, I'm just... Raising the big question, why? What's going on? Washington, on the other hand, is provoking this by mentioning more and more and more. And let me read this, okay? Russia, President Vladimir Putin raises the specter of war on Monday by ordering troops into Syria. separating areas of eastern Ukraine in his most dangerous provocation yet with Washington or the fate of the nation that could redraw the map of eastern Europe and upset decades of long security architecture, architecture on the continent I am um, so I am I'm, I'm puzzled puzzled in what they're trying to do And I don't think it's war. I think it's an agenda. You know, call me crazy. Call me crazy, but uh, this is an agenda to transform the world into this new economic system, world order. And it's making a lot more sense every single day. I don't know what you guys think. Please send me an email. Let me know what you guys think you know and uh perhaps i'm i'm wrong but i don't i don't see how i really don't we'll come back again and touch base on this same topic because it's it's not over it really is not thank you so much for uh being with me Catch you in the next one. Thanks. Bye-bye.